Okay. As we're getting ready to turn to Job 39, appreciate the great testimonies and just everybody helping pray and press into the presence of God and hallelujah. Appreciate all the testimonies. Just uh, want to say something a little bit about what Sister Ashley was testifying about, how important it is to know how valuable we are in the presence of God. When you know how good God is to love you, we don't deserve it. Amen. But he will bless us abundantly. And I see broken people in this world today. And our hearts are broken for them because they don't know how much they're worth. And if you don't know how much you're worth, you know what? You're going to go out in that world. We, I can't just say I want to, I want to point to my daughters, but it's not just my daughters, but my children and everybody. We get a chance to try to influence or help. Praise God. There's, it's so important that you have first a foundation in God because there's going to be a lot of folks that are going to, going to take advantage of somebody who doesn't know their value. And I don't want any of my children or any of my friends to take one moment's time and let somebody treat them less than what their value really is. Amen. You're the apple of God's eye. He left heaven and put on a body to die. I know a lot of people say, well, he did that so he could understand us. He made us. He understands us. He didn't have to learn what we go through. But he came with human life so he could pay that ultimate price. That's what you're worth. And the devil, the devil will try to chew you up and spit you out. Amen. And when you get a hold of God and his mercy and his love, you'll, you'll walk a new way. I'm telling you what, you're going to love people that don't love you, but you're not going to let the, you know, even Paul himself, somebody, somebody smacked him across the face. He said, you're going to slap me, you whited wall. And they said, you're reviling the high priest like that. Well, I didn't know he was a high priest, but <laughs> can I tell you what? God's good. And you just let God lead you in his goodness and shine that to other people of how good he is. We turn to Job 39. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your promise, God. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for a love, Lord, that is beyond our knowledge, God. You love us so much we can't even hardly understand it, God, but you're so good to us. Bless, Lord, I pray your people now tonight. Help us to hear your word, be doers of your word, not hearers only. We love you so much. We pray in Jesus' name. Everybody said amen. Amen. Job 39 Verse 27 says, Doth the eagle mount up at thy command and make her nest on high? She dwelleth and abideth on the rock, upon the crag of the rock, in a strong place. From thence she seeketh to pray, and her eyes behold afar off. Her young ones also suck up blood, and where the slain are, there is she. God bless you. You can be seated. I want to talk about a verse that I've seen in prophecy for so many years. And I, something caught my attention here recently, got me digging in a little bit more. And, but here in the book of Job, God is talking to Job. You know, Job kind of had himself a, a problem where he was going through some things and he started questioning why. And after a while, 
he started questioning God's righteousness and God's ability to understand what he was going through. Isn't that right? And God steps in and begins to explain to Job, you don't understand just everything, Job, that you think you understand. You're saying a lot of words, but you're not really making a lot of sense. And he begins to explain to Job his mind and his workings in the world and how great they are and how beyond. Well, he's proven the point that we always quote. His ways are so far above our ways. Amen. We don't always understand why God allows some things in our lives. Keep trusting him. Keep following him. Keep letting him lead you. One of the things God speaks to Job is about the eagle. And we see a lot of things in the Bible about the eagle and its uh, ability to soar up on the strength of its wings. Amen. Amen. Uh, But here, God calls attention to his creation. And he says, listen to me, Job. When the eagle mounts up on those wings, does he do it because you commanded him? Are you the one that's telling the eagle where to fly? Of course, the answer is no. But what we are seeing here that we can infer from what God is saying, no, you don't. Guess who does? God says when the eagle mounts up and makes its nest, it's because I am guiding that eagle. That eagle listens to me when it rises up on those wings. Amen. That eagle, when it makes its nest in a strong place, it builds its life in the rock. Amen. It's because it's listening to me. It doesn't build its nest somewhere where it's vulnerable. It doesn't fly around so low like a chicken or a turkey. It's an eagle. It flies high above the clouds. It rises up. Amen. And when it builds its home, it builds it in the rock because it listens to me. See, that's the beauty of a child of God. Listen to God. Amen. We don't listen to all those dumb thoughts that are getting in our minds and all the negativity of this world. We are in tune with God. We know how to rise up above some things. Hallelujah. When all the battles are going on around us, we know that build our home in the rock, Christ Jesus. Amen. We're not going to be so caught up in the things of the world. Our life, our livelihood is in him. She dwelleth and abideth on the rock, upon the crag of the rock in a strong place. From thence she seeketh to pray, and her eyes behold afar off. Now we start talking about the eagle and and it's, uh, it's diet. Amen. God's saying, listen, I am guiding the eagle. I guide that eagle. It's my command that causes it to rise up. It's my command that puts it in the rock. Hallelujah. And puts it in a place where it can see what an eagle will eat. Hallelujah. From thence she seeketh her prey. Her eyes behold afar off. Her young ones also suck up the blood. Where the slain are. There she is. See, an eagle is not going to eat just any old junk. 
Because it's not just like any old buzzard or any old uh, uh, other uh, chicken that might scratch in the dirt. Amen? An eagle, by the command of God, is going to rise up and see where that prime meat is. And by God's direction, it's not going to be bothered by all the, the, the junk that is in the world. It's going to see what God has prepared for it. And where that, where that meat is, where that, 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 uh, that meal is for that eagle, that's where the eagle is going to be. Matthew 24 talks about end times. Matthew 24. Remember, we talked about it this morning, how they came to Jesus when he talked about not one stone in the temple is going to be left upon another one. And they said, well, tell us more about that. And tell us also about the signs of the end. And he begins to tell them throughout this chapter about the wars and the rumors of wars. Talking about the pestilence, the earthquakes, and, and also the hatred and the betrayal. Matthew 24, verse 21 there. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake. Those days shall be shortened. See, God, God's people are not appointed unto judgment. Right. Amen. We're not going to taste any wrath of God. God, God always has his hand upon his people to keep us. Yeah. But listen, we see over and over and over again. You've heard me say it so many times. The last days are going to be deception. You see throughout this chapter in that day. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. False Christ, false prophets, false teachers. Don't be deceived. You see it all the way through. And, and really a lot of different scriptures about prophecy and end times. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. That time's not going to come except this happened. Don't be deceived. There's going to be false, false prophets, false Christs. And now listen. For thou shalt rise false Christs and false prophets and shall show great signs and wonders. In the last day, there's going to be miracles that happen. Amen. That doesn't change the truth. That doesn't change the Bible. Amen. Well, praise God. Bible says that even in the book of Revelation, that Antichrist will have a false prophet that's going to stand by him, call fire down out of heaven. I don't mean the Antichrist is of God. Right. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, I'm, I'm telling you, keep your eyes on Jesus in these last days. Say, I'd like to see some more, more miracles, and I'd like to see some more healing. I'd like to see some more deliverance. Oh, absolutely, God, do it. Pour it out from heaven. But don't you veer off the Word of God. Don't you veer off the truth of God's Word. There's going to be false Christs, false prophets. And they shall show great signs and wonders in so much if it were possible. They shall deceive the very elect. Now, I know what some people think. I've heard them say it. There's just no way that I would follow some false Christ. I've heard people say there's no way I would take the mark of the beast. 
I want to tell you, if you're not walking close to God, there'll be a delusion in the land. I think it's the most fearful thing in God's word, to be honest with you, is to realize that second Thessalonians, the second chapter talks about this very thing. And he says, if you don't love God and love his truth, love it, buy it, don't sell it for anything. He said, God said, I'll send a strong delusion that you will believe a lie. Amen. People are following things. You say, how in the world can they follow something so ridiculous? Some of the goofiest things that come across the, 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 can you say airwaves, the internet, whatever you might be. Some of these things people are preaching just, just you see them flaunting their Rolex watches, flaunting the fact that, that their, uh, people's tithe money is paid for jets and things like that. And you say, how in the world? People love to have it so. They're deceived. You look at people that we have seen just walk away from the truth and you look at their lives and you see everything just falling apart. And you say, how? Why don't they run to the altar? Why don't they run away from sin? Strong delusion. False Christ, false prophets. The Bible says they'll show great signs and wonders in so much if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. It's going to come down to something that is going to be seemingly so close, but yet so much missing the mark. Amen. And you'll see it. Like I said, if you're familiar with the Bible, praise God for every Jeremiah, there's a thousand people telling the king, Hey, God, thus saith the Lord, be blessed and move forward. And don't worry about, about turn, throwing your idols out. (laughs) Oh no, no, no. Don't worry about uh, getting away from your sin. Amen. Over and over and over again. You'll see that. But look what he says. Behold, I've told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, behold, he is in the desert. Go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers. Believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Now listen to this. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. I've read that verse so many times and never really just grasp exactly what was going on. Then I saw here in Job 39 that this is really taken from Job. It's it's really a direct quote from Job saying where the slain are, that's where the eagle is. And God is saying, listen to me, the same way that I guide the eagle to find what is good for that eagle, amen? There's going to be plenty of chickens scratching in the dirt trying to find something to eat. There's going to be plenty of buzzards just just landing on anything and everything. But where 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 those that are that I can guide and lead above the clouds and above the storm and in the rock, they're going to know my will even up until the end. They're going to understand just what I'm doing and they're not going to settle for just any old junk food. See, there's a lot of junk in this world today that people are eating. Amen. There's a lot of garbage people are filling their lives with. Amen. How many of you today, you say, I can't believe I used to listen to that garbage. What did I ever find that that was entertaining in some of that stuff I used to watch? Amen. What, what is it about that garbage? Filth. 
the filthier the better to some people. It doesn't help you. It doesn't edify you. What was so funny about that? Oh, they know how to just say the filthiest phrases and make fun of, uh, of everything sacred and holy. I'll tell you, this world will fill your life with a bunch of junk and leave you unsatisfied. Sin doesn't satisfy you. You live your life seeking after what this world says is important. Amen. Seeking after what this world says is, is entertaining, what this world says is what everybody ought to be looking for. We quote, we, we refer to it so often. Here's uh, the wisest man outside of Jesus himself, Solomon, that had more riches and more wealth and more power really than anybody ever at that time, especially and. And he lets us know, I went and sought for all the things that you think you want. Let me tell you, it's just going to drive you crazy at the end of the day. It's emptiness. There's no value to it. Amen. Well, what has value? Serve the creator in the days of your youth. Keep his commandments. You will not find the first person regretting serving God on a deathbed. You'll never find the first person say, oh, I wish I wouldn't have served God so early in my life. I wish I would have waited to the last minute. Oh, I spent so much time serving God. Listen to me. In his presence is fullness of joy. I don't know how it came across my radar, but I heard a preacher here just even today talking about eternal security. Once saved, always saved. And this is a man who I felt like, man, he just... uh Knows this and understands this uh, really a lot more than a lot of folks. But he said something that caught my attention. He said, you know what? If there was once saved, always saved, I wouldn't be here tonight. I thought, what? What did he say? Saturday night in church. If there was once saved, always saved, I'd be down there at the club. And he kind of did this. I thought, he don't have what I have. He, He don't understand the life of an eagle like I thought. Because you know what? If, if I still believe that I could be saved and do whatever I want, I'd be right here in the presence of God because I don't need that junk food. Amen. I don't need sin in my life. I've seen that doesn't do me any good. God saved me from that. Amen. I said, God saved me from that. God's got the best thing going. If you're looking for a way out, if you're looking for a loophole to try to have more sin in your life, you need the Holy Ghost, the real thing. Because I tell you, there's nothing better than coming in the presence of God. Amen. God bless you. You can't find love out on the dance floor. You can't find satisfaction out there at the bar room. Amen. I tell you, right here in the presence of God is where it's going on. And an eagle understands that. An eagle's not looking for a chance, amen, to, to say, hey, I could do, I could do better for myself. This is, this is the best thing going. Amen. You're not going to be so easily fooled. Temptation is only tough for somebody who's living too close to the world. Amen. It's, uh, kind of like they say when you've, the Bible says you found a wife, you found a, a good thing. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's like saying, oh, you think you're going to tempt me with a 
with a Pinto when I've got a Rolls Royce? Amen. Can I tell you something? You can't tempt me with this world when I've got Jesus Christ. Amen. You can It does say, oh, you know what? Uh, they, I hear sometimes they say, well, how come, you know, here they're looking at some worldly person who's on the edge of backsliding or already probably just backslid and don't even want to admit it. Still hanging on somehow to church and say, oh, how come they get to? Really? Is that your heart? They get to? Is that what you're waiting for? Somehow to find some kind of permission? Listen, you need to learn how to eat like an eagle. Amen. You need to learn how to understand. Hallelujah. That when God's leading your life, he'll show you what's best. And you won't be satisfied with anything else. And it'll cause you to miss out. See, when God's got something good for you and you're so preoccupied with the garbage, living like a buzzard, living like a chicken scratching in the dirt, when you can be flying high with God. Amen. There's a lot of choices we have to make in the world. There's a lot of choices we need to make when you choose to to follow Jesus. Amen. When you choose to to live for him, you find out that God just blesses and blesses and blesses. And you start realizing how wise it was from the very beginning to just let him lead you. See, in this last day, it's going to come down so close to the difference between right and wrong. If it were possible, the very elect would be deceived. But those that have been living like eagles, those that have been living, denying their flesh, denying their self, denying their will, and saying, God, you lead me to my next meal. You lead me. I'm praying and I'm, I'm seeking God and I want your will in my life. I want your best in my life. That's the ones that are going to endure to the end. Isaiah. 55 explains to us so clearly Isaiah 55 God just pouring out his heart to his children saying hey let me tell you something about you let me tell you something about you that I understand that I see Isaiah 55 He gets our attention. Verse 1. Ho! Hey! Pay attention. Ho! Everyone that's thirsteth. Amen? Come ye to the waters. There's something in you that needs to be satisfied. There's a thirst in you. Come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money... Come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money, without bread. I've got what you need, and you don't have to pay for it. I'm going to give this to you because I love you. But you've got to make the choice. Wherefore, or why, do you spend money for that which is not bread? This is people living in the world, living in false religion. Amen. Amen. Living for themselves, 
saying they're taking an easy way because it's just too hard to live for God. Why are you spending what you got on things that aren't bread? You're spending your life and your energy and all that you have on something that does not satisfy you at the end of the day. I don't know what reminded me of this. It's something, you know, most of my testimony and what God's done for me, uh, just it, you know, it's, it's an important thing to me and it just, just, uh, just hold that with me. And I love that. I love to share it with people, but I think somebody here testified something recently that reminded me of something, a specific detail of my testimony that I, I never realized And this. This might be different for everybody else, but I know something. The night God filled me with the Holy Ghost, I had never had such a good night's sleep. Because I had peace. I had, I had a level of peace that I didn't know existed. Hallelujah. Like brothers talking about joy tonight. Something in me that I knew I'm on my way to heaven. I knew I'm, I'm complete now. Something in me was satisfied that couldn't be satisfied by everything else. Now, see, I went to church my whole life. Right. Amen. I went to church and I thought it was great. I, I told people they ought to know what I know, believe what I believe. But I didn't have it like I should have had it. Right. I hadn't surrendered to God like I needed to. And when I did, oh, it was there was something in me that was finally fulfilled. Right. Something that was satisfied. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor for that which satisfieth not. Hearken diligently unto me. And eat ye that which is good. Let your soul delight itself in fatness. God's saying, I have for you what brings satisfaction. People, People talk about depression. People talk about just all the different anxieties and troubles that people go through today and our heart goes out to people. But listen to me, if you'll surrender to God, God will bring wholeness to you. No matter how broken you are, listen, God will bring a peace in you and bring something that you don't have to go looking for at any other place anymore. Amen. You don't have to try to find it in this world. Amen. God help us. There's, there's nothing. Those that is that are, that are out there drinking their cares away. I've got Jesus. Oh, yeah. Amen. The drugs, the, 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 the medications for anxiety and all these. Listen to me. God, God has a way of putting something in your life that is stability. Yeah. Amen. God knows how to, how to fix what's broken. And satisfy what is missing. He'll lead you. He'll guide you in your life. And up into these last days, it's so important. Because the Bible says the way is narrow. You can't play with your soul. You can't play games and just say, oh, God loves me. He's not going to let me fall. Hey, he doesn't want you to fall. But you got to pay attention to this. Well, praise God, the way is narrow and few there be that find it. So God's God's got some eagles in this last day. God's got some those that will direct them away from the junk and toward what is his will, his best. Amen. 
there's going to be those that are going to say, no, this is, this is Jesus. This is what God said. I can't believe how ignorant people are of the Bible. Now, all the technology and all the things you can look at and look up and cross-reference. Oh, if you could have seen me back when I started preaching and the books I had, to, the, 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 the pencil and paper and concordance and, and, and looking up this and looking up that and cross-referencing that. And, and uh, now you just, I mean, you can do it on your phone with a tap. People are being misled. Praise God. But God's got a people that in the last day, deception, you don't have to fear it if you just listen. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know we're talking about eagles, but it's the same principle. He said, they're not going to follow a hireling. They're not going to follow a liar. Amen. They're not going to allow a wolf in sheep's clothing to deceive them and devour them. But all oh, the enemy's going to keep trying. Listen, some of you that are most uh, familiar with the house of God. Humble yourself and seek God with all your heart. Let your walk with him be closer today than it was the first time you sought him. So often, even today, talking to somebody, I don't know, I just really cried out to God. I really poured out my heart to God when I first came, but something happened. I said, God didn't change. God didn't move. Amen. He's still there. And it's still that same pride you got to let go of. Amen. Hey, can I tell you something? We need, sometimes we need some help. Don't be too proud to say, you know what? I've got questions. I, I've got something that's not sitting well with me. I, I, I need more. Amen. I, I need you to pray for me. I need you to uh, help me get through some things. Amen. We all need that. Amen. Praise God. There's nothing wrong with that. We're a team. We're a body of believers. We're here one for another. I don't think less of you because you're weak. Because there's times I need help too. Why do you spend money for that which isn't bread? Labor for things that don't satisfy. Listen, hearken diligently unto me. Amen. Psalm 103. Psalm 103. Oh, hallelujah. See, this is the beautiful thing about God here. In a world so full of distractions, so full of junk. Amen. So full of things that are pulling you down. So full of things that are stealing. This is what the enemy does. Steals, kills, destroys. But Jesus said, I come to give you life. I come to satisfy your thirst. Hallelujah. Psalm 103. If you haven't, say amen. amen. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. How many know he gives benefits? Hallelujah. He'll bless you. But I like how somebody said it. It's not for part-timers. Part-timers don't give benefits, right? That's not original, but it's still good. Amen. You, you just, hey, I, I'm, I, I put in a few hours this week. You don't get benefits until you give him everything. Oh, he'll do some nice things for you, but his goodness is supposed to lead you to repentance. When he lets you taste a little bit of his goodness, his expectation is, oh, if that's just a taste, I want every bit of it. Look at his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities 
who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Anybody know what he's talking about? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Listen, who satisfies thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Satisfies your mouth with good things. Hallelujah. I believe I'm talking to folks that understand exactly what I'm saying. When you start living for God and God starts giving you his benefits and his blessings in your life. You know, you know, this is better than anything I've ever had. You got people around you praying with you and reaching for you and caring about you when you're hurting or when you're sick. And hey, I want to tell you something. We're not perfect. Sometimes sometimes maybe we don't just just do it exactly right. But I tell you, there's people here that really care. And that's awesome. That's so valuable. To know that you matter to somebody. Amen. To know that, praise God, somebody's going to pray for you and somebody's going to be there for you. Hey, I want to tell you, in this world, I know what it's like. I've seen the kind of friendships that people make so they can they can kind of, I don't know, as far as I, with me, it just seemed like people like to be around me because it just proved how, how good they were compared to somebody who was such a loser like me. Just somebody that they can they can use to somebody they can they can feel fun to step on, amen, and, and, and get themselves a little higher, but not in the house of God. It's people that care about you. People that'll rejoice when you're doing well. People that'll hurt when you're hurting. Oh, that's a real friend. I want to tell somebody here today, you want to be a friend? Praise the Lord. He said, Well, I want to have friends. Well, I'm telling you how to have them. Be a friend. Amen. Be excited when people are doing well. Be able to celebrate with them. And when they're hurting, be able to weep with them. Amen. I found that in the house of God. I found that. I know there's problems. I know there's there's hurt in the house of God. Don't get me wrong, and we deal with that. I'm not trying to put on something. But there's some genuine Christians that will show you who Jesus is. They'll show you a little bit of heaven. Amen. Show you that there's something real, something better, that, that you won't be satisfied. Amen. How can you miss something like this for a Super Bowl? Hallelujah. Amen. I know sometimes there's things going on that are beyond your control, and I get that. But there's just some things say, why would you choose such junk food over something so good? Amen. Build your life. Amen. Serving God. Seek. First, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things will be added unto you. Who satisfies thy mouth with good things. You know, somebody said it tonight, just how how blessed and God will bless you. Amen. He'll, he'll, He'll bless you more than you expected to be blessed. And we are content in that. We're not materialistic. We don't have our eyes on trying to, you know, uh, compare ourselves with this world and, but God has richly blessed us, but how much more he's blessed us and all the stuff and all the, he's just, he satisfies you. He brings a contentment into your life that the world doesn't have. Oh, hallelujah.
Listen, when you seek God and you put him first in your life, there's something there's something that just satisfies you like the eagles that God is leading. Hallelujah. Away from the junk, away from the garbage. Amen. And towards his best for your life. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Jesus said, just like I guide that eagle to its next meal, my children in the last day will know my direction, my will, and who I am and what I'm doing. There's some things I know that are going to transpire, and we've got a lot of questions. Not much time passes till somebody says, hey, wait a minute, what about the mark of the beast? What about this? prophecy what about uh antichrist what about this and and as this could be this be it listen as the eagle is led god's going to lead us he's going to lead us away from all the junk all the distractions all the lies lead us lord all the way home A lot of people getting caught up in a lot of things that really have no value. Oh, God, help us. Lord, help us. But God satisfies His children. He leads us. Hallelujah. He guides us like He guides the eagle. to hear and let God lead you in his best and he'll lead you away he'll lead you away from the junk that's holding you down lead you on to what satisfies come on let's find a place to pray here's my cup Lord I
imagination and start getting your mind in the word thinking on things that are pure like God said, thinking on things that are true we spend a lot of time sometimes internally feeding on garbage and God wants to lead you away from that and get your mind in the word and in the promises in praise and thanksgiving A lot of times, worries, regrets, suspicions, what people are thinking, saying, doing behind your back. Listen, it's it's worthless garbage to be focused on. Start thinking on God and what His will is and what He's doing in your life. Start looking for opportunities to be a blessing and a help and Get your focus on that. Oh, hallelujah. Devil knows your mind is a very fertile place, and when he can plant some seeds and let them grow, he can get a foothold. After a while, there's things that you're spending time dwelling on that aren't satisfying you. They're stirring up strife and trouble in your life, and God wants to take that garbage away from you. Put something quality in you. Hallelujah. Let's all stand. Father, thank you for helping us tonight. Thank you for reaching for us tonight. Thank you for, Lord, just, hallelujah, lead us in these last days when there's so many voices around us, so much influence around us for the enemy. Help us to keep in tune and focus with your spirit, your truth. God, help us, Lord. Bless your people now, I pray. We thank you so much for being so good to us. Keep us safe, Lord. Use us through this next few days, Lord, if you tarry. We love you. We praise you. We ask it in your great name, the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 God bless you, church.